I'd like to focus on our responsorial psalm today. And we see this word contrition repeated a lot. So it's probably a good opportunity to speak about this, uh, this what is a virtue, the virtue of contrition. And uh, if you go back to the, this, the root of this word, it's a Latin word, that means breaking up, like um, fracturing and fragmenting. So when we do something in our the penitential rite here in the Mass that is similar to, it evokes this idea of breaking up. We do through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. And what we're doing is we're breaking our heart. We're bashing it into little pieces. That's what we're doing. So um, we're what we're saying to to God is, you know, it's a little bit like what I, I preached for Ash Wednesday. It's, you know, we are dust and ashes. So there's kind of a, you know, a disintegration of take, that's taking place here. And it's basically it's an acknowledgement that, um, you know, God alone is strong. God alone is self-sufficient. God alone is powerful. Uh, and before him, in relation to him, we are nothing. So there's a kind of a humility that takes place. But uh, beyond just words and the, and, the, and the etymology of the word, though, the, the real meaning and the depth of contrition uh, is simply this. The, the classic definition is a sorrow for sin, hatred for it, um, and then an intention not to do it again. So there's, there's these three elements, and they're all di- distinct from each other, and they're all very important. So there's a regret that the sin took place, there's actually a hatred for it, meaning so that you're not like proud of it and you know you think of it with pleasure or something, but it's something that you really you have a real detestation for. And in that detestation for it, you're turning away from it, and then you're purposing in the future for the for the from here on out not to do it again. So that's what contrition is. And contrition is necessary for salvation uh, if after baptism you've committed a serious sin you need to have contrition for that sin otherwise you're not you, you can't be saved so maybe a, a little side note here too a reflection as I, as I was thinking about this topic this morning is the Catholic way you know even if you think of the word Catholic Catholic means um, fullness it means multifaceted it means the, the Catholic way has uh, it can't be reduced to this one little uh, narrow perspective or sect. It, it's multifaceted. Um, and uh, when it comes to salvation, you can't reduce it to, um, oh, it's just faith. Just have faith and you're going to be saved. Faith is necessary. Faith is necessary for salvation, uh, but it's not sufficient. So the Catholic way, it, it's you can't reduce salvation to like a little buzzword or a slogan, but virtue itself, though, is multifaceted. And so that's how salvation works. There's a lot of elements to it. Um, faith is necessary. Uh, love is necessary. Love of God, love of neighbor, uh, and also contrition for serious sin committed, for all sins committed, of course. But, but if you want to, you know, escape the fires of hell and go to heaven, contrition for mortal sin in particular. Um, little leave you with this a little kind of a technique that's that's very helpful when going to the sacrament of reconciliation is if you right now are only 
conscious of venial sin, but in maybe in the past in your life, you know, you've committed uh, mortal sins and you've confessed them and you trust God that you've been forgiven and you're moving forward. You can still, what you can do in the confessional, it's very, very helpful because see, this is the thing. Sometimes our venial sins, it's really kind of hard to develop contrition for them because they're, ah, they're just venial sins, it's not a big deal. <laughs> but what's uh, really important in the sacrament of reconciliation, if we want to get the most out of it, if we want to get the most grace, the impartation of grace that takes place with that sacrament is proportioned to the depth of our sorrow, to the depth of our contrition. So the more contrite we are, the more benefit we'll get from the sacrament of reconciliation. But you're in a kind of a catch-22, because if all you got to confess is venial sins, you're like, oh, I don't know, I'm not really that sorry for them, you know, because they're just these little things. But what you can do is, with sins that you've already confessed, that you trust have already been forgiven, you can bring them up. You don't have to get too specific. You can be kind of general. And you can say, you know, for the sins against serious sins in, in my past life, against chastity, against the, the unity of the faith, against, um, you know, uh, charity, so forth and so on, whatever they might be. You can kind of be a little bit more vague and general with those and what you're doing is you're doing it for your own sake. You're bringing them up to your own mind, to your own remembrance. And you're remembering what you've done, and thereby you're enabling yourself to develop a deeper contrition. And then the impartation of grace will be all the more powerful, and it will give you all the more strength for conversion and for spiritual growth so that you can overcome your little bad habits and the little venial sins. So that's just a, a, it's a technique that many people do, uh, in the confessional. That's very helpful. Uh, it's, uh, that, and there's, there's many other sort of little techniques, but that, that is one that's very, very helpful. So, with this, uh, Lenten season, let's, let's frequent the, the sacrament of reconciliation, uh, and even if we were conscious just of venial sins, um, let's think back, uh, on the big ones that we've committed in our lives, and thereby develop really deep Contrition, so that our hearts can really be broken before God, our pride can really be shattered and fractured, and uh, God's grace and uh, our spiritual growth can really then flourish.